What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the We All Know TV podcast. My name is Leaf. I am your host. This is a podcast where we watch the first episode of a show and then we talk about it. Today, we are talking about Monarch Legacy of Monsters. So, the premise on IMDb says, Set after the battle between Godzilla and the Titans, revealing that monsters are real, follows one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to Monarch. Now, I am a big Godzilla fan. I've been watching the Godzilla movie since I was a little kid. Back when it was like a guy in a suit that had like really thick thighs. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, I implore you to go on Google and just put like Godzilla costume. You see exactly what I'm talking about. So when they made the new one in like the 2014, 2015 one. So I, I obviously watched that. When I saw that they were making a show, I was like, all right, I'm interested. I'm a little worried because, you know, it, it's going to be on Apple TV. Are they going to give it the budget to have the monsters actually look good in a TV show? And then as per anything where there is a large creature or type creatures, you know, Godzilla, King Kong, Transformers, it's like, oh, but we're going to focus on the humans. And it's like, well, how are you going to make that interesting, right? But I feel like this show heard people like me and was like, all right, shut up. So right off the uh, bat in the beginning of the episode... We meet Bill Randa. He is making a video for his son. This is the same dude from the King Kong movies. So this is back in the 70s. And he is attacked by a giant spider. And off the bat, giant spider is looking good. So the show was like, Leaf, shut up. <laughs> All right. So he's getting chased by a giant spider. He throws a bag into the sea. The spider gets attacked by a giant crab. They start battling. This guy's trying to do his best to survive. They fall into the sea. And then the old, the Bill looks down at the bag and he's like, well, it's in the ocean now. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Quick little scene. We're at 2013. We see a fisherman. Well, there's a fishing boat. They, you know, they dump out all the fish. One guy sees the bag. He kind of takes it for himself. We move on. By the way, at this point, sorry, <laughs> I didn't say this for anyone who's new. I go through the plot of the whole episode. Um, that way you don't have to in case you haven't seen it. So <laughs> I'm going to continue, but I figured I'd just let people know. Um, we then meet our main character, Kate. She is on a plane. Uh, we see that there's a part where these people come through the plane and they start like disinfecting everything. So it's like, okay. And gets off the plane. She's in the airport. She sees little signs for that have like Godzilla symbol on it. She has a quick flashback to something that happened. She was there when Godzilla showed up in the movie. But we don't spend too much time because uh, one of the guys in the airport's like, ma'am, please move along. She goes to security. They're like, you know, you're here on business or pleasure. And she's like, my dad died, so I guess family business. And it's like, okay, we're learning that her <laughs> father has passed away. Turns out we are in Tokyo in 2015, and she's in a taxi. And this is where, you know, her driver's talking to her. And he's like, hey, are you in the monster prepping business? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, it's actually like a really big enterprise now ever since like all these monster stars showing up. So like bunkers, missiles, like if uh, you can fund it, it's like apparently big business now. And when he's and he's talking to her and he's like, but, you know, uh, Godzilla and the whole thing that happened in San Francisco, it's a hoax. It was all CGI. And it's so funny because it's like. There are definitely people out there where if something crazy like that happened, they'd be like, ah, it's fake. But meanwhile, the people that were there 
are like, no, dude, like this actually, like this is a whole, <laughs> this is something I have to now work through in therapy. So I thought that was funny. We cut to Kate. She's on the phone. She's in a building. She's on the phone with her mom. Off the bat, it seems like they don't have a good relationship. Their mom's just trying to like talk to her, like, hey, talk to me. What's going on? Like, where are you? Did you get off the plane okay? Like, you know, really like regular stuff. And Kate's just like, she doesn't want to talk to her. And then she's she's like, well, what did you find? Like, what's over there? And she's like, I gotta go, mom. And she like hangs up on her. So interesting to see where that goes. Because off the bat, it's like, all right, Kate, why are you being, you know, extra? Like, your mom's just asking you regular questions. But Kate goes inside the apartment. She sees a picture of her father, almost on like an altar. It's like in all black. And a family is there. So the uh, one lady... Uh, and her son are like, what the hell are you doing in our apartment? And uh, she's like, why do you have pictures with my father? Like, what the what the hell is going on in here? And, you know, the son's like, no, no, no. More importantly, how did you get in here? And she's like, okay, listen, I have the keys. I found a lease that's underneath my dad's name. So I came to visit. And, you know, I'm just like here to check things out. And the son, who is Kentaro, who's like, okay, well, like, who's your father? And she points to the altar, and she's like, that's my father. And it's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And off the bat, I'm already, I keep saying off the bat. At this moment, I was like, all right, I'm in. Because like I said, I was worried about the human factor of it all. How are you going to make me care about these characters? So having the beginning of this episode be like, hey, your father passed away. You go to see this a random apartment that he has and another family's there and now you have to wrap around the fact that like is my is my dad my dad had another family like my dad had another family and you have to ask yourself were we the other family you know what i mean and it's just like oh fuck and then of course that those questions going through your head or her head or probably going through the sunset of being like what the hell is going on so i was like oh sh- i love drama i'm like all right what's going on here but we don't get to spend too much time because we're in kazakhstan in 1959 um this is where we meet amiko we meet a young bill randa the guy from the beginning of the episode and we meet lieutenant lee shaw they are in a jeep they are following radiation they get to i guess an area where it's kind of spiking They get to a gate, it has a sign like don't enter, they put on some gas masks, they go inside anyways. As they're walking through the forest, they find a boy with a rifle, and he doesn't have a mask on, and Amiko takes her mask on to like level with him, and they're like, no, don't do that, and she's like, no, I got this. And she's talking to him in Japanese, or in the native language, maybe not Japanese, but uh, she's talking to him, and um, basically the little boy's like, oh yeah, there's no... Like, the gate is just, like, to keep people out. There's no contamination. There's no, like, there's no war and bossing say. Everything's chill. Well, maybe not like that. But he's like, everything's chill here. We just kind of do that to keep people out. She's like, well, like, what what's going on in here? And the little boy's like, well, the locals think that the government built a hell, or built a hole that goes to hell. But he's like, I don't know. Maybe you want to check it out and see for yourself. So they're like, all right, let's go check it out. And the other thing that Amiko notices is she's like, there's no radiation. Like when we were out there, it was spiking. Now we're inside. It's zero. Like what's going on? Now we have another mystery. I'm like, okay, cuts back. We are back to Kate and Gentaro, the real, the real juice of the episode. Obviously, Gentaro is not about it. He's like, I want proof that, you know, you're actually my father's daughter. 
and she's like how do i know that you're like his son you know what i mean like sure you have a bunch of pictures she's like i got pictures too she pulls out her phone she's just being like look this is where you know we would go to camp and we used to do x y and z and here's another picture and kind of going through the history of the pictures that she has and you know at at a point um kentaro's mom is just concerned in general she's like we haven't heard from the father we're kind of i guess it, it's heavily implied that he's assumed dead but he's not like confirmed dead so she's like please if you know anything like just let me know you can just see the concern and like the the emotion in her face like she just wants closure in some sense and kate clearly notices this and she's like i can't do this and she's like she goes to leave and Kentaro's like, are you fucking serious? You can't just drop in our lives and then dip like that. And then the mom, because she doesn't really speak English. She mainly speaks Japanese. But she's like, please. She's begging. She's like, you know, anything you can do to help us. Like, please. And Kate just doesn't, you know, it's all too much. And she leaves the keys on the dresser. And she's like, I got to go. And she leaves. This is where we cut back to Kazakhstan. And... They set up a bunch of explosions to get kind of like readings of like how deep everything is. And after they set off the explosions, it seems like there's a bunch of tunnels. And they're like, yeah, we're in the right spot. But then everything starts to crack like it's going to fall apart. But then it stops. And they're like, yeah, we're definitely in the right area. Um, So it's like, okay, we're getting a little more of like what's going on back in 1959. But we get back to Kate. Kate gets another call from her mom. For some reason, she's not telling her anything, but I, again, it's, they have a weird relationship, but also I assume it's so much to, like, try to pull together, but also it's just clearly a different relationship because, man, if my mom called up, I'd be like, mom, listen, we got, we got X, Y, and Z problem, da 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 but, I mean, that's me, but Kate's not saying nothing, and then suddenly this alarm goes off everywhere, and people start running, someone knocks her over, Kentaro pops up. He he and he's with his mom. Pick up Kate. They're like, "Come on, let's go." Apparently, that there uh, when the alarm goes off, <laughs> you go to designated like Godzilla area, like shelter. I think they're in like a subway, so it's not really like a shelter. Just kind of like, hey, if there's trouble, like go underground and like stay here. Um, so it's just kind of like designated areas. And this is where we see the flashback that we got a little glimpse of um, earlier, where in 2015, where in Godzilla first showed up in the movie, he is walking through the San Francisco Bridge. Kate is a teacher at the time. She is on a school school bus. When Godzilla hits the bridge, you know, everything starts to collapse. The bus driver gets knocked out. Kate's like, all right, you know, time to pony up Uh, (laughs) or, you know, it's time to like handle things. She goes to the back to the bus. She opens that back door. She hops out. She's like, all right, kids, let's go, let's go, let's go. Unfortunately, only a couple kids, like literally like two or three kids hop out, and that bus goes over the edge. We cut back, and Kate is having a full-on panic attack, and she's like, I got to get out of here. I got I to gotta go. I got to go. And this part was weird because I don't know if it was a cultural thing that I'm missing or of a directing choice but everyone around her is just acting like what this what is this girl's problem but you know she's having a full-on meltdown of like oh my god like i gotta get out of here i you know this is all too much like i need to leave i need to leave and again there's not a single other person panicking they're just kind of like what's this girl's problem i'm like 
the alarm, right, is like, hey, there's a giant monster out there. Everyone hunker down. And somehow the one girl that's freaking out, everyone's like, why are you acting all weird? I was like, I don't, what's going on? I was like, what the hell's wrong with everybody? That part was weird to me, and I wish there was a little more explanation. But Kentaro's mom gives Kate a big old hug and gets her to calm down. We cut back to Kazakhstan, and they go a little bit underground, and Bill's like, we need to go deeper. Shaw's like, what are you talking about? Like, we don't want to go down there. We don't know what's down there. Like, it's not good at all. And, you know, Bill's like, listen, we this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We got to see us down there. We got to know what's going on. And Amiko's already, like, climbing over the little railing. And she's like, I'm going down. And they're like, what? And she's like, listen, I'm the lightest. We got to know what's down there. We got to do this. I'm going down. And they're like, all right. This is where we cut back to Kate and Gantaro. Turns out it was a false alarm, so everyone starts leaving the little shelter area, and Kantaro's mom, an angel, she's like, listen, uh, um, well, Kantaro's translating. He's saying, oh, she wants to have tea, and she wants to get to know you. This is where Kate, I mean, Kate's like, listen, I don't know if your mom understands me, but this is a big fat no. <laughs> From my perspective, your mom is the mistress. And I want nothing to do with this. And it's kind of like, I get where she's coming from. I wish she would have said it a little nicer. You know what I mean? But, you know, it makes sense. Kind of a lot to take in. Uh, you know, Kentaro's mom is technically the other woman from her perspective. And then, of course, this is <laughs> when Kentaro's like, well, from our perspective, your mom is the other woman. You know, nothing's uh, <laughs> nothing's going good right now. Rightfully so. But Kentaro's like, listen, I know you think dad is the worst, but I want to show you something before you go. They head to the dad's office. Um, Kate is obviously pissed. Uh, like, I can't believe that not only is dad dead, so you can't even ask him questions, but like he had two families. Like, what the fuck? And for some reason, I'm on Kate's side. Kentaro is like super calm about it. He's like, maybe dad has like, you know, his reasons. Like, maybe you're being too harsh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, you just found out that your dad had another family. What are you so calm about? Um, but it did make me interested to see if the show will dip into, like, were they raised differently? Like, why is Kentaro so almost chill about everything? It doesn't make sense. But Kate sees this, like, map on the wall. And something clicks in her where she like rips it off the wall and she finds a safe. And so she starts putting in numbers, trying to open it. You know, her birthday, her mom's birthday, Kentaro's birthday, Kentaro's mom's birthday. And in the end, it turns out that it was numbers from everybody. And it's like, dude, this dad had issues. <laughs> um, but uh, they open the safe. They see a bag. It is the bag from the beginning of the episode that got thrown in the ocean Kate gets a flashback real quick of the monarch symbol. She saw that on some people's clothes. At this point, they're like they're like doing readings and like taking pictures, and she's like having a full-on meltdown. This is back in the flashback. She's like having a meltdown, like looking for help, like, oh help me. And they're just they're like doing their own thing. We cut back. Kate obviously wants to know what the hell is inside of this bag. And Guitar's like, oh, it's private. And it's like, bro, <laughs> read the room. Like we gotta know what's in there. I don't know why this guy is so chill. But Kate's like, listen, if we find out what's on here, I'll leave you alone for the rest of your life, okay? And Katara's like, all right, I think I know somebody. So this is where we cut and we meet May. Um, just off the initial conversation, May and Kentaro clearly have like some sort of history. 
you know, he's like, oh, you know, I'll pay you. Like, please just do this for me. And she is not about it. May just walks away. And you find out that the two of them used to be a thing. Kentaro said he needed space. And then he pretty much up and ghosted May. And she's not about it. She's also like, do you really think, like, Kate is your sister? And, like, all of this extra stuff is, like, going on? He's like, I don't know. But that's what I'm trying to figure out. So please help me. This is where Kate's like, oh, hey, you guys have been gone for a little while. So I came to say hi. Like, what's going on? May's like, all right. Like, let's go. So they go back to her apartment. Turns out she has, like, a bunch of old uh, audio equipment. Like, going back to, like probably like the 50s you know like she can play like anything that's kind of like her job is like anytime someone needs something you know anything like audio related that's like older she can handle it and she also does a little bit of game design kate sees a picture on the wall and she thinks it's maze and she's like no no no, that's your brother's he's actually an artist and it's like oh okay and so may starts hacking into the information um cute uh cute why did i say cute <laughs> that's not what i wanted cool thing i liked is you know it's very stereotypical to be like oh i'm hacking into the mainframe and i gotta i gotta fight the firewall and blah 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 blah. and she's just like hey this is old so a lot of things that used to be difficult to hack into we kind of have the technology for it now so i'm just gonna run this program to like get the file i was like all right cool (laughs) easy explanation don't need to overdo it we're in we out as she's hacking this information there is a government area we aren't really told where it is they get an alert girl goes down to some other guy named tim and she's like yo someone has opened these files that have a bunch of monarch symbols on them i was only able to get a little bit of information but like they're good they got you know they did it in a smart way where they got most of the information do you want me to run this up the chain of command and tim's like uh no i gotta <laughs> he like pushes her out the room he's like no no no, i gotta go tim calls somebody and he's like you know how good you're japanese then we move on from there. So it's like, oh, what is Tim up to? Because he seems like he's in the basement. So he doesn't seem like top brass. So it's like, Tim, you trying to get your own promotion? What's going on? We go back to Kate. Kentaro says something like, oh, well, you said Dow was in San Francisco. So like, what do you think was going on or something like that? And Kate basically fesses up that she knows Japanese. And she's like, listen, this is what happened. And we get another flashback. It is San Francisco 2014. Kate is in a camp with the Red Cross after the whole bridge incident. Her dad shows up after calling her, and he's like, listen, I got your, you and your mom uh, bus tickets, and you're going to head to Reno. There's some cars waiting for you under your name. Get out of the area. Stay safe. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're not going to come with us? Like, after everything that just happened, you're going to leave us? And he's like, I'm sorry. I got, like, I got to do something. And, of course, Kate isn't having it. She's like, no, what the fuck are you talking? Like, don't leave me a mom. Like, also, you know, from us knowing her perspective, she just almost died and then watched most of her, most of her, like, little kid class die. (laughs) So she's, you know, she's like, dad, I need you here. And he just up and leaves. And she starts crying. And good acting in this part, because I'm feeling it. I'm like, fuck this guy, dude. This dad is the worst. We cut back. You know, we get out of the flashback. Turns out that a week later, Kate and her mom get a uh, call saying that the dad was on a plane heading to Alaska and the plane went down and they didn't find the body. So Kentaro, again, I don't know what's this guy's problem. He's like, well, maybe had maybe dad had a reason for all of these things. And it's like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't understand why you're so calm. But as the files are popping up on May's computer, 
Kate sees a picture of her grandmother and she's like, hold on, hold on, go back to that picture. We see the picture and the grandmother is Emiko from the Kazakhstan flashbacks. And she's standing in a giant footprint. And there's a part where Mace's like, wait, what is she standing in? I'm like, girl, use your eyes as a giant footprint. Like, read the room. <laughs> that was a small thing. I was just like, what are we talking about? But anyways, we cut to our final flashback, final scenes of the episode. Emiko is heading down. We're back in Kazakhstan. She heads down. She's like getting samples from the little eggs that are down there. Shaw goes down. He's like, yo, we got to get out of here. And she's like, I got to get these samples. Like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And he's like, all right, we'll hurry up and let's dip. And then as they're there, the eggs start hatching and a bunch of giant bugs come out. And, you know, Shaw gets out of there. Emiko starts following him up the rope. She gets to a certain point and all the bugs just kind of like surround her. You know, they're trying to pull her up and it's just, and the th- it snaps. The rope snaps and she falls, seemingly what you would think to her death. I was a little confused about this part because... It was like, all right, so we know that she is going to survive because she's the grandmother, which means she must have had a son. Well, I mean, maybe she hasn't survived. But my immediate reaction was like, why would you show the picture of the grandmother and then show her dying, seemingly, air quotes? Because then it makes it feel like there's no tension because I feel like she lived. Uh, You know what I mean? So I thought that part was weird. I would have rather switch them or like done it in a different way rather than being like here's the grandmother and she's dead or is she because it feels like well she's not (laughs) but i don't know we'll see what happens if it is your first time here i have a three point rating system it is one and done give it a chance and i'm in for this episode i'm gonna give it an i'm in like i said from the very beginning the show was like Leaf, we hear you, and we need you to shut up and sit down. <laughs> From having the giant spider and the giant crab fight, showing Godzilla, all the monsters we see actually look good, and we see just enough of them that it's like, all right, you're using the budget, but you're not like, <laughs> you know, probably breaking the bank. And, you know, having Kate immediately meet Kentaro and the family and being like, oh my God, my dad has a second family and he's dead, so he can't even explain his actions. Not that I would really help but you know it give you some sort of closure or whatever you know and this is all up in the first 10 minutes i'm like all right i'm already in i think there's enough mystery with you know is the grandma alive what were they doing back then what was the whole point of the kazakhstan uh flashbacks what's gonna happen to kate kentaro may now that they have unlocked these files and you know there's clearly someone after them who's not supposed to be it seems like doing what he's doing or what he's planning to do and then of course it is what does this all mean honestly what was the dad up to what how deep was he in monarch and also you know at the at the end of this interesting totem totem pole is um you know what happens when kate finally talks to her mom and says like hey he had another family and like how much Does the mom know? Does she know anything? And why is their relationship so weird? Like, why is Kate so angry towards her mom? Like, every time they talk, she was always hanging up. What's going on there? So there's so many mysteries, so many questions, so many answers I need. In the beginning of this first episode, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta keep watching. And of course, like I said, Godzilla fan, which means he's gotta be in at least one more episode. So 
Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, I'm giving this one 100% uh, I'm in. Spoilers, I'm watching this show right now. <laughs> well, not right now as we talk, but you I mean like I'm watching the week-to-week episodes. So I'm waiting for episode five, I believe, which comes out Friday. So, yep, I am in on this show. So if you like this first episode, I uh, recommend you know watching that next one. Let me know what you think. You can follow me on Twitter if you want to keep up with anything I'm doing and hopefully the podcast. Give this uh, episode a rating and maybe check out some other episodes. And I will see you next Tuesday. All right. Peace.